Hi, welcome to Reset Your Mindset by Life Stance Health. Myself, Dwight Thompson, and my co-host, Nicolette Lianza, will bring you conversations with leading Life Stance Health professionals who will help guide you on your journey to positive mental health and well-being. At Life Stance, we believe in the three pillars of mental health, mental flexibility, mindfulness, and resilience. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Today, Nikki and I are bringing you a conversation centered around motivation. We are going to discuss some of the things that we do in our respective lives to stay motivated, um, share some tips on staying motivated um, from our experiences, um, and hopefully inspire you as well to find motivation and maintain motivation. Uh, Nikki, welcome back. Yeah, thanks, Dwight. I'm excited to do this topic for sure. Yeah, I think it will be, it's one that I think, um, you know, I think so many people struggle with. I think it's, 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 a, it's a topic of conversation where there's not a lot to point to as far as what works to stay motivated. And um, it's mm-hmm. also, it's so subjective. Everyone has their own, um, their own things that keep them motivated and that inspire them. Um, let's dive right into it. Why don't you tell me some of the things that you do to stay motivated? Oh my gosh. So I, I do love music and I'm not even going to dare to say I love musicals. So I don't know if people necessarily think musicals are very uplifting, uplifting and motivational, but that's for me when I'm, even if I'm needing a, a break in the day or if I'm really maybe feeling a little down, I do, I'll put on my Pandora on my channel with musicals and it just kind of helps lift up my spirits and kind of helps me push the reset button. Okay. And that's all, and sometimes enough for me just to get motivated, yeah. you know? I'm also someone who likes to exercise. You know, I will go for a run. Sometimes if I am feeling a little sluggish or whatever, I'll go for a run or work out or do something like that. So that also is something that picks me up. Sure. What What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, one of those definitely with exercise. I mean, exercise helps. Um, it's weird because, you know, you kind of have to find the motivation to exercise. But then once mm-hmm. you do, it seems like exercise kind of snowballs into providing some motivation for um, for other things. Um, mm-hmm. and then also, you know, I, I find you heard, you mentioned the word reset button. I think that is incredibly, uh, important for me personally, um, finding the things that help me kind of reset myself. I can sort of feel when I'm getting a little bit off balance, um, mm-hmm. as someone who you know tends to be a little bit more extroverted. A lot of times that, that reset comes with, um, putting myself in social settings that I enjoy, um, seeing some mm-hmm. friends, seeing some people that, um, just naturally uplift me, which kind of organically tends to keep me motivated. Mm, um, that's a good point. So Be around people that uplift you, of course, exactly. that's, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's so important to surround yourselves with people that that do motivate you because um, you know I know that you had actually mentioned before we got on about kind of where motivation comes from. Uh, why mm-hmm. don't you actually talk about that a little bit? The way you look at motivation, as I think you put it, as an intrinsic piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, we look at motivation from a psychology point of view of intrinsic or extrinsic. Mm-hmm. And extrinsic, you're going to be anything outside of yourself that might motivate you. So that's going to be basically money, food, anything that you really see as a reward okay. that's outside of yourself. Intrinsic motivation is truly what's from within you. It's that energy, that drive within you that really makes you get up and, and do the thing you're wanting to do. Um, you know, 
oftentimes what affects that intrinsic motivation of why people might not do or feel like they can get motivated is what they tell themselves to. It's their self-talk. Okay. You know, oftentimes people can be like, I can't do this. This is too overwhelming or I'm not good enough. And that all affects that internal drive you have. So you do definitely have to shift your self-talk to help you kick up that motivation for sure. Right. That's really interesting. Um, I don't know. I, I, I personally haven't, I don't think I've actually put um, the thought into whether, you know, separating it from intrinsic motivation juxtaposed to that external, um, those external factors. Um, so as a clinician, when you are mm-hmm. working with, working with folks, talk, I, I'm sure motivation is something that has to come up a lot um, in conversation. Uh, in what mm-hmm. aspects can it come up? Oftentimes, uh, working with clients who are really struggling with significant symptoms of depression, part of the diagnostic criteria for depression is, you know, things that you used to find enjoyable, you no longer find enjoyable, you know, having a hard time with motivation. And so when you're working with someone who's really struggling with depression, you're also working with them how to kind of kickstart that internal motivation again, you know. And, and part of the ways you do that is like looking at their thoughts and what they're telling themselves, because our thoughts do uh, affect our reality and our perceptions and stuff. So you're helping them with their thoughts and changing those. But also a- another thing you were trying to help them do is something that we call behavioral activation, where instead of waiting till you feel better and not depressed to then do the thing you want to do, it's take action first and hope that that will kickstart you to feeling better. So if you're feeling pretty depressed and you're feeling like, gosh, I can't even get off this couch. Well, what we try to say is like, do the opposite action, do the thing opposite that you want to do. So force yourself to get up, get off that couch, maybe get into a shower. Sometimes a nice ice cold shower will do the Mm. thing that kind of kickstarts you too. Cause you know, the coldness kickstarts like an an adrenaline rush a bit, but that might give you the energy enough to kind of go out. And even if it's just something small that you're trying to do, like grocery shop or even go for a walk or something, But doing the action self, sometimes your mood will follow. So what we say is mood follows action. Mm. So do the thing and that should help you switch your mood. So that's something key for motivation too. Awesome. I really like that a lot. Let me switch this to you. I definitely see you as very athletic and I'm, I'm guessing you probably played on a lot of sports in your time, probably being on some sports teams. And I think when you're on a sports team, motivation is so key. Yes, and, you know, if you happen to be down a few points or a touchdown or whatever it is, you know, how do you think a team gets itself motivated to kind of keep themselves going? Yeah, team sports are really um, – I've always said that there's stuff that you can learn in sports that you can't really learn outside that, – that are tangible and translate to life that you can't really learn outside of sports. Sports have, has a way of – um, teaching you, I think, some unique lessons about um, cooperation, um, mm-hmm. about motivation, um, and something that we talked a lot. We've talked a lot about is resilience, um, and you, yeah. you. And this is the perfect example of um, kind of learning what resilience looks like um, in in yourself. I think, um, you know, I think when teams are looking at kind of staying motivated, one thing that I think everyone kind of starts with is understanding. Um, everyone sort of reacts differently to different types of messaging. So, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you have the person that needs a little bit more of a sense of urgency from their coach, we'll say, and a little bit more uh, loud yelling, kind of lighting mm-hmm. a fire under them. And then you have those people that when they receive that kind of um, 
approach, they kind of back away, they kind of go into yeah. their shell. So it's important to, I think, understand how different types of people get motivated. Um, right. I was always someone that didn't really need the, um, I didn't really need you to, to yell or raise your voice. I just kind of mm-hmm. needed someone to say, you know, it's, it's time to pick it up or, um, and sometimes that kind of in and of itself. Um, and I, and, you know, I think, um, I think for me, when I look at sports teams, since we're using that example, I think mm-hmm. what always tends to stand out to me is the, um, the ability to sort of compartmentalize from the situation that, that they're in, in the big picture where, you know, we might be down several points in this game. What really helps are the teams that can sort of look at, okay, one play at a time. So more or mm. less just like, you know, in our day-to-day life, you know, a lot of the things that maybe we want to change or we might be motivated to fix, they're not going to happen overnight. And I think mm. when you start to give yourself sort of that, give yourself that patience and that generosity yeah. to understand that one thing at a time, one mm-hmm. day at a time, as long as you're yep. making progress and kind of moving forward, um, that helps you stay motivated and helps you from feeling defeated. Because again, big picture, um, there's a lot of mini steps that come into to affecting the things that you want to affect. Um, mm-hmm. And so for me, I've always kind of looked at it as one day at a time, one step at a time. Um, and then if you kind of compile all those together, you wind up with this grand um, piece of progress. Oh my gosh. And, and that's brilliant. And that's, it's funny that you should mention that that's what you do is just one step at a time, one play at a time, you, you name it. When it going back to depression, that's often what we're saying, you know, just break it down, just do one thing. If you can't, if you feel like you don't have the energy uh, to do the things that you're wanting to throughout the whole day, just pick one of those things and do that one thing. And then reinforce yourself. At least I did that one thing. And and then that, right. that can just start the, the motivation to kind of, get going and keep spiraling forward and stuff like that so it's the same similar message that we say working with clients too so i really like that message sure um and i think you know looking at the year that we're in um yeah everything that we've been faced with i think it's very easy for a lot of people to to kind of lose some of that motivation i think that's very normal right now with Mm -hmm. um the way that our world has been flipped upside down in so many ways due to the pandemic and and everything that's came from that and other things going on in the world um, mm-hmm. I just think, I think that generosity with, with yourself is kind of important right now. Um, because a lot of the things that maybe you thought you were going to get done, you were looking at like, Oh, we're stuck at home. We're going to have all this time on our hands. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that motivation, just because you, you might not have done everything that maybe you initially set out to, doesn't mean that there's not a way to sort of regather yourself and find some motivation. Right. right. Um, you know, one of the things I say to piggyback on is, you know, I often tell people, be a better friend to yourself, be kinder, gentler yeah. to yourself, you know, especially yeah. with this year, it's, it's been a rough year. So, you know, I, I think when we start being really critical of ourselves or really just starting to shade our worldview is very negative. That's not going to help anything. You know, how does that really serve us except to right. make us feel worse, you know? Right. So you know, be a little kinder, gentler to yourself in the hopes that that you also are kinder and gentler to other people as well, which is yeah. much needed in our world today. That's for sure. Sure. And especially because a lot of this is new for a lot of people. So I think when people kind of approach something that's a little bit new, um, you know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to navigate things that maybe you're just, you're not familiar with Um, Mm -hmm. using the sport sports example before it's kind of easy to, when you're in a position of maybe being down in a game or what, what have you um, to be able to reference back, like, you know, we've been in this position before and we've came out of it. That's always very powerful. However, Mm -hmm. there's not always something tangible to point to. Sometimes you're in situations that you've never been in before. 
Um, that is a good point. And, and you kind of have to just understand that there's going to be a process and you just kind of have to tr- has, have to trust that process, I think, a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, that, that definitely helps stay motivated, whether it's a new work challenge or whatever it may be. Even if it's something mm-hmm. that might be new to me, I, I, I try to remind myself that um, I can kind of I'll navigate it, but just to be patient. Um, and I think patience mm-hmm. goes a long way in maintaining motivation. Oh, gosh, I agree with you there for sure. You know. With there's being so much unknowns in the world, I think that's often the formula to increase anyone's anxiety, you know? Yeah. And so when we don't know the unknowns, it just really affects our mental and emotional well-being. So it is about learning to trust the process, even dipping back to when, if you're going through something in your life and you feel like you just can't do it, you know, or it never turns out right for you. I think when people kind of do that all or nothing thinking, that's not helpful. You know, sometimes people are stronger than they think they are. So if they can yeah. go back and think, okay, I had been to do something similar before. I did okay with that. Now, I know that example doesn't really line up with COVID since we haven't really navigated these times sure. now. But bringing it back to just in general things that people might struggle with, you know, there's sometimes people don't realize they are stronger than they think they yeah. are. And when we can tap into that, that right there can be very motivational. Absolutely. Ourselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, I, you know, it's really exciting. Like we're coming up on doing this podcast for almost a year now. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy. I mean, we're still, we're still getting the hang of it. I think, you know, we're still, there's so much to learn still, but I, you know, we can, I, you know, I definitely see the progress from when we started to where we're at now. Um, mm-hmm. And I think motivation has been a lot of, has gone into a lot of this. I think sometimes um, you just have to, it's something that we both enjoy um, yeah. and doing stuff that you enjoy that obviously just naturally makes you have so much motivation mm-hmm. um, and so much of a sense of urgency. And I think that's it. Uh, people forget that when you do something you enjoy, that immensely helps. It does. With motivation, like you just said, even when it comes to, if we're going to bring it back to sports or even just exercise, when people are like, oh, I don't have the motivation to exercise or I don't want to go to the gym or this and that, maybe do a form of movement that you do enjoy. If you prefer to dance and yes. that that is exercise, then if that brings you joy, then find a, like a Roomba class or yeah. something like that. Or just take time to find a YouTube video and dance yeah. to that. I mean, it's just, just about doing something. what you enjoy. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I'm sure a lot of people know who, who Kevin Hart is. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, around this time last year, I had spent some time with his personal trainer. And, oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and he, he trains he trains Kevin Hart. He trains some NBA players. And he had said to me that, you know, a lot of people that he trains have this idea of, well, working out looks so complicated. I don't even know where to begin. And his whole slogan is just move. Um, mm. And that's, and it's point blank, period. Just just move is his is his mm-hmm. little his little motto um and it makes a lot of sense when he was kind of yeah. explaining it to me it was like you don't need to be doing these uh boot camps or these right. like uh cross training or uh, right. crossfit whatever it is um mm-hmm. just do something um, yeah. whatever you enjoy whether that is going for a walk whether it is dancing there's yeah. so much stuff that like if you're just moving um yeah and i think that kind of translates back to just everyday life is just mm-hmm. you know just do something um, yeah. find something that kind of fits the mold of what you're looking for. Uh, and yep. it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need, you don't need to overcomplicate it. Yeah. And I think that's what people do. I think people overthink 
overthink it, overcomplicate it. And it, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Yeah. It's things are often more simpler, simple than we think they are. So I think sometimes we just need to step back and try to look at things from a, that perspective sometimes for sure. Yeah. So, um, so as a, as a, I current, I myself am not a parent, but I know you, you have, you're, you're, you find yourself as a mom. What do you mm-hmm. do raising your kids and, um, helping them kind of learn their own sense of motivation? What can you say from that perspective? And and thank you for that question, because as I'm sitting here pondering that question, there are some things that my kids are very motivated to do and other things not so much. (laughs) Motivated to do their chores, not so much. Right. (laughs) Motivated to maybe talk with their friends online through their video games and stuff like that, very motivated. But I'm also, with that being said, a lot of that's just typical, you know, kid stuff too. You know, I am very blessed that my kids are motivated. They do get up. They go to school. They're both in high school, but they also take college classes. And this is all stuff that I've done my best to help nurture in them. But they've really been the ones that pick up the ball to do that. Um, So I feel very blessed. I know sometimes parents do get frustrated with their kids when they're feeling like, oh, they're not motivated. They're not this and that. And I think when you give your child that message, that's not helpful. You know, I think come at them from the point of view of like, Hey, we're working with this together. We're a team with this. You know, what can I do to be helpful with this too? As opposed to like, you're this, you're that you're lazy. That message is, you know, never helpful. So I think bringing it back to the the team, you know, not just a team that we play on sports, but just being a team with your child or just with one another goes immensely. It really does. It really does. Yeah. Um, And I think, yeah, I'm sure a lot of what they've learned through motivation has been picked up from, from you and kind of, some of that stuff, you know, is even if you don't think maybe you have directly impacted it. It's, it's so kids absorb a lot of that. Yeah, in, it's in it's my role judgment. modeling, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, it's all about role modeling. And yep. if you're a parent or not, I, you know, we role model more than we think to other people. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. And that definitely infringes on uh, motivation for sure. Right. So. Cool. Nikki, you know, one thing um, that really is just going to stick with me um, because it's something that candidly that I find myself struggling to make sure that I'm doing most frequently is I like how, how you talked about um, pushing the reset button. And I know that's something you speak a lot with your clients about. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very poignant to me. Um, I think that's a great takeaway. And it's also something to really be mindful of when it comes to maintaining motivation. Um, mm-hmm. As you kind of put it, like when things get a little wonky and you're feeling a little yeah. bit offset, there's a way to come back to center. Um, yeah, and, that, and that's the key, that coming back to center, push to be something. If yeah. something happens in life, it's okay. What can you do the next day to kind of recenter and push that reset button? So you're sure. right. I appreciate you sharing that. And, and Dwight, on my end for you is, you know, break it down. Just take it one step at a time. You know, that is so key because we so easily get overwhelmed and that overwhelmness works against us wanting to be motivated. So you sharing about just breaking it down one step at a time, one day at a time. You know, that all builds the momentum. And I think that's so key and it's so poignant that you shared that for sure. Well, thank you everyone for joining. We hope that there were some takeaways. Um, As always, we appreciate it. And we'll talk to you soon on Reset Your Mindset. Thank you.